Well, hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. Got some headlines for you guys today. Of course, you know, uh, you know, I had some. I'm on here today, so one thing I want to talk to you guys about was, uh, so Russia has um, made an announcement that all American citizens uh, there at the embassy should leave Russia while they still can, and so you may want to heed uh, their warning uh, to get out while there's still transportation, they said, and they also wanted to uh, make it known or um, to let the people know there that are in Russia, because if they're dual citizens, um, that they may be enlisted uh, into this mobilization to fight in Ukraine. So, and one other thing that they, of course, wanted to make everybody aware of there, um, while we take our freedoms for granted here, a lot of people uh, in the United States do. Russia wanted to make it known that uh, you don't want to get involved in protests over there. You don't want to take pictures of any security personnel over there or anything like that. So, just a word of warning um, for you folks over there in Russia that happen to be American citizens. And, uh, yeah, you might want to look at old Brittany Griner over there. Um, she's not doing too well. So, let's check out some headlines, shall we? So, one thing I was thinking about, spoke with a friend of mine uh, today, as a matter of fact. He's kind of in the, uh, who knows what, he's in the uh, grocery business. Actually, two folks. And they said that it's projected here in the United States that grocery um, prices could actually increase by 60% in the coming months. And uh, so I kind of want to make you guys aware of that when I hear things. I definitely want to let you guys know. And uh, you know my motto. You know it. Um, you better get you some food. <laughs> you might want to get you some food. Anywho. I spoke with another old friend of mine I uh, hadn't seen in forever. Um, anyway, I ran into her, and she works receiving um, for a very large, we'll say, grocery store slash whatever you want to call it there. You know where I'm going with that. But anyway, um, I told her, I said, you know, I said, have you noticed all the all the food recalls? There's been a lot of food recalls, um, you know, for anything like uh, listeria, mainly, there's been a lot of contamination in our food products. And she said yes. And she said, I'm going to tell you something else. There is a ton more recalls that you don't even hear about that they're not even putting in the news. That, of course, they get them in receiving, but um, you won't hear about them. So my advice to you folks who live here in the United States is to go to the FDA.gov and sign up for um, the USDA for the recalls. And uh, believe me, your phone's going to be blowing up because I get texts uh, at least every other day uh, with some more recalls on our food supply. So another thing, you guys that are preppers out there, um, I'm going to give you some words of uh, advice. I want you to go through uh, your supplies and just type in the name whatever you got there just type in that name and just you know do recall you know google do a google search and it's, you're going to come up and see if that food has been recalled um, there's been a lot of things that have been recalled that if you're not paying attention to the mainstream news you're probably not going to hear about it or if you do it's not like they're going to tell you on the 6 10 12 o'clock news whatever you're you have to hunt for it so anyway just some uh, words of a little bit of advice there. Just some wisdom I've been uh, reading in Proverbs. So, anywho. So, let me tell you what we're going to talk about this evening. So, uh, Christian publishers promote evolution, teach kids to reinterpret God's word in light of man's ideas. That's an article by uh, Ken Ham in the Harbinger's Daily. So, Italy conservatives triumph in America needs the same that is in wnd says our individual freedom is under attack our rights are under attack the sovereignty of our nation is under attack she declared the prosperity and well-being of our families is under attack our children's education is under attack italy sees what's going on why doesn't america because america is under judgment i do believe anyway 
Uh, Congressman Chip Roy slams the FBI raid on pro-life advocate. This is a brazen abuse of power. He says that's in Life News. You can check that out. Uh, goes on to say his life, uh, life News has reported Joe Biden's Justice Department clearly targeted a pro-life man and his family with a shocking home raid as an act of persecution, folks. It's coming. And uh, what else we have going in? If you wonder where I get some of my headlines, I get some of them at olivetreeviews.org. Olivetreeviews.org. And what I want to talk to you about tonight is Jack Hibbs, Pastor Jack Hibbs. He's Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills in California. He says nothing compassionate about Newsom's abortion ploy. I tell you what, that Gavin Newsom is an absolute evil, wicked man. And one other thing we're going to talk about this evening, hopefully, is eat or heat. Europeans already facing previously unthinkable dilemmas. Folks, I'm going to tell you here in the United States of America, the U.S. of A, uh, don't think it can't happen here. Don't think that. Um, you know, Europe and Germany, you know, Germany made that mistake too. Could you imagine? Of course, it's never going to happen here. It can't happen to us. This doesn't happen to us. Look at I look at Iran. Look at Iraq. There are food riots going on in Iraq. Remember Ecuador? That happened in Ecuador. Um, folks, it's happening in a lot of places. Don't think it's not going to happen here. So those households that were once comfortable and even had some savings aside have been placed under severe financial duress already during the summer. And unfortunately, the worst is yet to come. In what has been dubbed the eat or heat crisis, we can expect to see the situation deteriorate even further in the coming months. A development that could have critical and far-reaching complications beyond economics. That's Prophecy News Watch. ProphecyNewsWatch.com. And we may uh, check a little bit more into that article here shortly. As I am uh, recording this and uploading this um, podcast, it is 9.07 p.m. Central Standard Time on September the 28th of 2022. And I wanted to give a huge um, thank you to God. A huge praise report that uh, category in or in or whatever you want to call him um was put a catastrophic category five hurricane on florida has now been downgraded to a category two thank you jesus thank you god uh for your mercy and so that is wonderful news i got that uh, across my uh, phone just shortly minutes ago so i wanted to jump on and let you guys know that what a what a very thankful for god's mercy in that and so, um, I have some other things up here. So at Technocracy News, Technocracy.News, giant food companies are stampeding to raise insects for food. London banks prepping for possible blackouts. San Francisco police get access to private security cameras in real time. Guess we don't need warrants or anything anymore, folks. In Whitehead... The government's propaganda of fear, mind control, and brain warfare. Guys, it's coming. Things that we would have never dreamed about in, in nightmares is is coming now in real life. It's crazy. Uh, so California Air Resources Board, or the CARB, listen to this, folks, voted to ban natural gas heaters and furnaces by 2030 they're the same people that want to ban gasoline vehicles uh by 2030 or is it no 2027 some crazy uh some crazy thing like that and i'm like really you, you can't even plug them in right now because y'all's power grid can't take it and so guys this is the lunacy that we see going on and the bible says i go back to it all the time romans one culture reprobate mind which means you have been turned over to god's judgment you are insane you don't make any sense and uh that's what the bible says folks um patrick wood uh runs technocracy.news and um he's got a lot of fantastic things he's got some stuff on audible uh technocracy the hard road to world order uh, go check out that. That's his newest audio book. Go check him out. He's got a lot of them. He's got um, Technocracy Rising. He's got uh, Globalization. Um, it says, and 
uh, can't read that. In the crucible of global banking. So a lot of good stuff there. They try laterals over Washington. Uh, so he's got some really good books um, on there. Go check him out. Technocracy.news. Technocracy.news. Uh, you guys probably find him there on Audible. And I'm sure he's on um, Amazon as well. So Biden chases windmills to power America. Charging electric vehicles at night could make power grids unstable. But yet, you know, we want everybody um, to have an electric car. Everybody. <laughs> really? These people are insane. They are, like I said, insane. Reprobate mom. Another article here is Synthetic Salvation. Now, I do believe, I'm not sure I was watching. Oh, I think it was um, James Cadiz. He is a pastor at Calvary Chapel. Ah, uh, Calvary Chapel. I can, oh man, it's at the tip of my tongue. Can't think of it. It's in California. Uh, it'll come to me shortly, I'm sure. But anyway, he talked about this on one of his YouTube podcasts. So, or one of his YouTubes. Uh, things he does he's got different you know pastors and other folks on there to come you know visit with him on there make it interesting where you know you can kind of have a back and forth type thing i mean it was a synthetic salvation on gen genomics mind uploads and the quest for immortality and so um you know if you think about it uh you have people like no uh noah what is it harari right i talk about him a lot you've all noah harari there we go we get him right there he is uh, uh he tells oh the wef you know he's like an advisor to them and this man thinks that this is our god he goes every time i go you know there to silicon valley it's like i'm seeing god or like whatever um he's insane he is crazy um folks terrifying times coming up not for us not for christians but for the world of unbelievers that are going to be left behind in this great tribulation. The horrors. And not only the horrors from God's wrath being poured. But you can see the horrors. Like I said from Satan. And all these evil people. In this world. And it's like I was telling you guys last night. Uh, and it's like. When I was reading that. Like well, how many times have we read that? Satan comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. You know. kill. We have it memorized. Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Kill, steal. But do you really stop and think. It's like God said like he was telling me like a, what do you think destroy meant what did you think kill steal and destroy meant did you think that this didn't happen where you lived or did you think that happened in the past or did you think it happened every once in a while <laughs> oh remember i was reading second timothy last night and i think second peter too uh not two but second peter as well i should say um but yeah kill steal and, destroy, and it's only gonna get worse and Jesus even said, when you see these things begin to happen, it's like labor pains upon a pregnant woman. It's only going to intensify. And uh, Peter, was it Peter or Timothy? Oh, he said, uh, I think it's Peter. It's going to whack old King James Version. It's going to wax worse and worse. So that's another article um, I wanted to touch on today. Uh, will the Nord Stream sabotage lead Putin to a wicked thought as Europe scrambles for a new source of energy? Folks telling you it's getting bad but you know they're over in europe they decided to shut down their nuclear power plants oh no we can you know wind we can power everything with windmills yeah that's just yeah we don't need anything like like you know nuclear power or anything like that mm, how's that working for you guys i know as people that listen to this podcast i you know i there's people in russia there's people like all over the world it's um it just baffles my mind and um but i know that you guys are listening like it's your governments that are doing these things the people that we trust it the governments and so the bible talks about there's like demons like remember in the book of daniel when daniel prayed and you know and it took so long um for the angel to get there and it says i was held up you know mark uh, michael the archangel had to come and help me because the prince of persia um which that prince of persia is a demon and so remember these things that are going on. And so um, I know you guys are just like us in the United States. We're just like here. We're praying. We're doing, you know, everything that we can. But like ultimately, it's pretty much out of our hands. We can go and vote and we can do all this. And, and of course, we voted. And nobody in their right mind think that some 
old man, Biden, who can't put a sentence together, hiding in, I always want to say hiding in his mama's basement, but he was hiding in his basement. There's no way in, on God's green earth, that man legally, really won the election in the United States. It's just in literally impossible. Remember, we're just going to keep counting. We're just going to keep on counting, you know. Like, where are all these ballots coming from? We're just going to keep on counting. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. There's no integrity. And so you look around the world and, and like all these third world countries and when these tyrannists, you know, when they get in power, they don't give up that power. And so the United States, I'm afraid, has seen its last legal election. And I think that the Democrats and, you know, the George Soroses and the Chinese government that's pretty much running in the United States, I I honestly think that when President Trump was elected, they were completely shocked. Did you see them? And I love to watch that compilation of all those liberals screaming and breaking down and just, I just kind of gives me the giggles. If I'm feeling down or I'm a little depressed or I just put on that liberal compilation, yeah, and I just kind of smile a little bit. I know this is probably tacky, but hey, you know. Um, but yeah, so I think that was like, and, and I, I don't, I think they cheated on that one. I think that's why they were so surprised when Trump won. I remember, um, I was on my knees and I was praying that night. I remember I was like, God, please, Lord Jesus, please, you know, forgive us, forgive us. You know, Second Chronicles, like, Lord, forgive us, please. And I think God, because God ultimately, and the Bible says that. He puts kings up. He takes kings down. He brings nations up. He brings nations down. So they're all in God's ultimate sovereign control. And I think he put Trump in office. And no matter what the liberals done, how much they cheated, didn't really matter. They're, God's going to have the last say. And so I think God blessed us, had mercy on us, and you know put President Trump um, in office to give us a reprieve. You know, and then, um, you know... Uh, course you know the united states is wicked we we put out more child porn than any we put out more porn than any other country the united states is just wicked we have the homosexuals we have the transsexuals we have all of this going on we have look what our country is doing we our schools we have drag queens and schools like what in the hell is going on what in the hell is going on i'll tell you what's going on hell literally is going on and that's what's happening. <clears throat> and so, you know, the United States wants to take God out of everything. And so we have godless people in office. We have godless people in leadership. We have godless people over our education system. We have godless people over our money. And so over everything. And when that happens, well, God's going to take his hands off. And, you know, when we our country we're it's it's sad it's just sad to see that we went from a judeo-christian nation to what we are now and um you know it's it's disheartening and it just absolutely breaks my heart but you know my mama was so patriotic she was so patriotic and uh, she raised us to be patriotic to love our country to love people and uh, to fight for our country and so am I saying to give up? No, I'm saying we need to get out there and do whatever we can. You need to be involved in civics. You need to get out there. There's Christians out there that say, oh, no, no, we're not supposed to vote. Oh, no, I couldn't ever vote for Trump. I'm like, really? So when you don't vote for Trump, you're technically voting for Biden. So, you know, when we elect these leaders, we are not electing pastors. We are electing people who most likely align with us you know most likely go with our value so and that's the bad thing about it a lot of christians don't go out and vote and uh, it's, it's a bad thing but anyway we'll hopefully come back to that article um leo holman will know our disinformation program is complete when everything the american public believes is false that was william casey the cia director and he made that statement in 19 81 1981 he made that statement says mockingbird media dishes up a load of half truth 50 years too late the story i'm about to share is not terribly shocking at least not to those of us who are awake but i find the timing along with the source a bit ominous 
And you know him, you love him. Leo Holman, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com. Go show Leo some love and go give him some donations there at his website. Um, anyway, it says here, it says, uh, it comes from a mainstream corporate media outlet, NBC News, and it tells us that the modern military machine owned by the Chinese Communist Party is basically a creation of the United States. Now, why is this, now, why is the source and the timing of the story important? Well, we would all like to know that, right? <laughs> so he goes on to say, this is Leo Holman, by the way, says, along with Facebook, Twitter, CNN, The Washington Post, and New York Times, NBC is at the epicenter of the CIA-led Mockingbird media, totally under the thumb of the globalist deep state, shilling for the technocratic beast system that's being erected before our very eyes. Remember, the beast system is spoke about in the Book of Revelation. Uh, if you are familiar with the CIA's Operation Mockingbird, look it up and study it. Well-paid professional propagandists posing as journalists are working hand-in-glove with the government, educated system, and large corporations to destroy the U.S. as we know it and merge what's left into a technocratic one-world authoritarian system. The model system for the communist states of America is China, where everyone is surveilled, tracked, monitored, assessed, and socially scored 24-7 in real time. These ministers of propaganda use every manner of false reasoning and errors of omission to nudge you into their false narrative. Whether it's climate change, vaccines, gun control, abortion, transgenderism, the pandemic of the month, or the next big war, it's all professionally served up in holy self-righteous style. Eat this, don't eat that, drive this, don't drive that, inject this, live here, don't live there, cover your face, stand on the X, sign up for your digital ID, etc. Obey and get promoted disobey and get demoted canceled disbarred reviewed revoked let's be clear nbc news doesn't report anything that the military intelligence biomedical big pharma industry complex doesn't want the american people to know on the flip side it reports everything this b system wants us to know whether it's true or not as part of their mind controlling operation so it was with great interest that I read the article from NBC this week reporting that at least 154 Chinese scientists who worked on U.S. government-sponsored research at America's foremost national security laboratory over the last 20-plus years have been recruited to do scientific work that helped build China's military and that U.S. national security is now threatened, according to NBC. NBC sourced the story to a new private intelligence report authored by Strider Technologies. The report describes what it calls a systematic effort by the government of China to place Chinese scientists at Los Alamos National Laboratory, where nuclear weapons were first developed. Imagine that, a communist government having a strategy to systematically steal U.S. military technology. Who would have ever thought such an indignity as this could come from the plotters of the Chinese Cultural Revolution? So, uh, the mass murders of millions of its own citizens, and the brutal one-child policy augmented by forced abortions and forced organ harvesting? No, impossible. But NBC News seems shocked by this revelation. So let's pick up the story as reported by NBC. Quote, Many of the scientists were later lured back to China to help make advances in such technology as deep earth-penetrating warheads, hypersonic missiles, quiet submarines, and drones, according to the report. Scientists were paid as much as $1 million through participation in Chinese government talent programs, which are designed to recruit Chinese scientists to return to China. After they've acquired the necessary technical training and valuable state secrets from the stupid Americans. What? You mean Chinese communists paid Chinese scientists to perform research for them here in the U.S. that would give China a military advantage over the U.S.? The shock value of this story just keeps getting more unbelievable by the moment. But that's not all. Let's continue because there's more to come from the stellar journalists at NBC. And we quote from NBC. Such talent programs have long been identified as a source of concern, but U.S. officials said they had not previously seen an unclassified report that described the phenomenon in such detail, naming specific scientists in the projects they have worked on. And about this point in, in the story, you start to wonder, isn't this what we have the FBI for? We're 
where they where were they when all this was going on? I mean, it says in the article that it has long been a source of concern that the Chinese were doing this. I guess NBC gives them a pass since, you know, they've been so busy hunting down January 6th insurrectionists and investigating those moms who attend school board meetings. <laughs> he goes, but I digress. He says, back to the story. The talent transfer poses a direct threat to U.S. national security, said Greg Levesque, a co-founder of Strider and the lead, authority, uh, the lead author of the report. China is playing a game that we are not prepared for, and we need to really begin to mobilize. Really? Mobilize now? After 50 years cooperating with, coddling, favoring, and enriching the Chinese communists, now we suddenly want to, quote, mobilize against what should have been known all along, he says. And who are these U.S. officials who feign ignorance and let this happen right under their noses? Perhaps they're out there with the FBI tracking and monitoring moms at school board meetings and all those other right-wing extremists working to undermine our democracy. NBC reports that although a former Los Alamos scientist pleaded guilty in 2020 to lying about his involvement in a China recruitment program, most of, uh, most of the conduct described in the report appears to have been legal. Ah, now I get it. The FBI didn't investigate because pillaging U.S. military secrets is legal in the United States. If that's true, it's only because it was made legal by treasonous lawmakers from both major political parties. Compromised individuals like Democrat House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Biden crime family, and Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell, all of whom have profited off of business deals in China. I have to say, I don't think any of us are very surprised about that. Because we all know the Biden crime family had a lot to do with that. Guys, y'all check this report out. It is unbelievable. So it says, um, lest, uh, lest anyone start to get nervous at this point, of course, you know, the U.S. official experts, uh, same old Chinese scientists who migrate to the U.S. remain here. You know, they had to throw that in there twice. <laughs> twice they put that in there. But it goes on to say, um, he says, I don't know about you, but I feel comforted that this U.S.-Chinese cooperation program is being reevaluated after China's built its military from almost nothing 40 to 50 years ago into a high-tech powerhouse capable of challenging the U.S. on the seas, land, and air. This has been going on, mind you, since the 70s when Harry Kissinger convinced the U.S. government to give communist China access to western trade and capital says we have benefited enormously from the inflow of chinese talent robert daly a china expert uh, at the wilson center a congressionally chartered nonpartisan research institute told nbc and i hope that we can continue to do that it's essential to the united states but china is now developing weapon system capabilities doctrines and frankly attitudes towards its own power that means we have to go back to the drawing board in some of these areas robert daly is a globalist as is usually the case with globalists daly speaks out on of both sides of his mouth <laughs> china has been good for america but now china is also a danger to america uh, both these statements cannot be true. Which is it, Mr. Daly? The truth is that China used the post-World War II liberal world order to enrich and empower itself with Western technology and know-how. Now that it has matched the U.S. in power and wealth and has in many ways uh, surpassed its senior partner, like all communist regimes, it will, it will turn on the very partner that helped it gain power. The U.S.-led global order has been built upon lies and deceptions from the very beginning. They told us that by trading and doing business with China, that China would become more like us and learn to appreciate individual freedom. That was a lie. But those who set this world order and profited from it, and uh, the U.S. military industrial complex can never admit that. So they pull their punches and try to confuse the American public in order to protect their own interests. In 2019, a bipartisan Senate report said that China's Thousand Talents program and similar arrangements were a vector for China to exploit U.S. research. So it says after the damage is done 50 years too late, we get a Fox report that's brought to us by a Fox News agency. But hey, a year or two or three from now, when we're occupied by Chinese communist thugs wearing blue helmets, raping our women and shooting our men, they can say they warned us. And so Leo Homer goes on to say, God help us. Isn't that the truth, folks? Yes, folks. 
You got all this to look forward to. Of course, you know, the Bible told us these things would happen and it's happening. So the economic condition of America will be laid bare by uh, Thanksgiving. It says thanks to soaring prices and a resurgence of the bird flu, a traditional Thanksgiving dinner will be out of reach for millions of American families this year. And that is extremely unfortunate. Of course, there is a new area of industrial sabotage coming, mysterious explosion of damaged pipelines. European governments are now putting their energy infrastructure on heightened alert after sabotage is believed to have caused damage to the Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 pipelines. Of course, we have uh, Israel's peace partners promote everything but peace. Israel's peace partners, quote, are doing everything in their power to confirm the fears of Israelis about the presence of a Palestinian state just a handful uh, a handful of kilometers from their home. Of course, we've gone to say, will Europe turn to new club of nations to help get through the next crisis? The European political commun- uh, community is Emmanuel Macron's scheme to bring together EU nations and countries outside the bloc, potentially including the UK. Some prophecy experts speculate this may have a role in establishing the Ten Kingdom Alliance spoken of in the book of Revelation. It's also spoken in the book of Daniel as well. What else we have going in? So, okay. So, you know that Hurricane Ian was going to be very, very bad. We knew it was going to be a code red situation. And you want to know why? I mean, it's the most severe index. It's code red. You want to know why? Because Waffle House locations are closing. <laughs> you can check that out at theblaze.com. At theblaze.com. You can always... Tell how bad a tornado or whatever's going to be because if Waffle House is open, you know it's going to be okay. <laughs> so, what else we have going on in the news today? Here is an article um, at express.co.uk. This is talking about Putin replacement. Uh, next president, Russia, my get is going to be even worse. He goes, I'm no criminologist, but I'm sure there's no shortage of people like him out there, or maybe even worse. As Mr. Hodges believes that Putin could be removed from power if his forces suffer a major defeat in Ukraine. He continued, he says it could do that, but that will be up to the people around him. These are not people you negotiate with until they are defeated. He says, I would imagine it will be very difficult for Putin because this war is entirely the fault of him. And so it goes on to say, uh, given Putin's vice-like grip on power, there are no major names who are in line to replace him. Figures in the Kremlin must be loyal to the Russian president. But it does say Putin replacement could be more dangerous. Experts warns better if Putin remains. That article was written by Charlie Bradley, and you can check it out at the express.co.uk. So that's a world news. And so... What else do we have going on today? And so uh, the U.S. news, I want to talk a little bit about this as well, guys. The huge fire. So there's a fire that broke out, of course, at the world's biggest produce market in Paris. Associated Press says a blaze at a massive produce market that supplies Paris with much of its fresh foods in a billowing column of dark smoke towering or the French capital before it was brought under control. And so this thing was, uh, of course, it was posted September the 25th. Uh, it said, I think this thing is like a city in its own. It's like, I think they have like 12,000 employees. Um, let me scroll down here to the bottom of this. I, I thought, my goodness, this thing is huge. It says, Captain Mark Lemoyne, a spokesperson for the uh, Paris Fire Service, said no one was injured. The fire was brought under control and there was no risk of it spreading from the soccer field-sized warehouse covering an area of 7,000 square meters, or here in the U.S., 1.7 acres, he said. The cause of the blaze was, of course, unknown, but will be investigated, he said. The sprawling wholesale market is a veritable town unto itself, with more than 12,000 people working there in warehouses filled with fruit and vegetables, seafood, meats, dairy products, and flowers from across France and the world and around the world, so... You got that going on. So not just weird fires here in the United States, but apparently they're happening there in uh, France as well. And so something broke at some point this morning. He says, I was worried this was the beginning of the end. Uh, And so this is an article there at Zero Hedge. You can check it out. So if there's no intervention today, guilt yields uh, could have gone up to 7 to 8%. Uh, from 4.5% this morning. And in that situation, around 90% of UK pension funds would have run out of collateral. They would have been wiped out, they said. Uh, If you want to, you can subscribe to the Zero Hedge and pay the premium and read those fantastic articles. So, 
lot of stuff going on, folks. A lot of stuff going on. But heating our homes this year is going to be a little bit more expensive. Um, here in the United States, U.S. home heating costs set to surge 17%, says an energy group. Says winter is coming and experts are predicting that it will be an expensive one for American households nationwide. And uh, I believe globally it's going to be a very, well, you remember they kept saying it's going to be a dark winter. It's going to be a dark winter. It's going to be a dark winter. Well, it's going to be a dark winter, folks. <laughs> It's going to be a dark winter, unfortunately. So, what do we have going on? Let's check out. There's one more I think I want to talk about. I think I did talk about that. Eater heat. Uh, Europeans are already facing previously unthinkable dilemmas. So, I'm not sure if I uh, touched on that. I, I touched a little bit on this article, but I was not sure um, if I didn't. Uh, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, Eater Heat, Europeans are already facing this, right? So this article is at prophecynewswatch.com, prophecynewswatch.com, and it's by um, Claudio Grass. And so this was posted on the 27th of September. As the citizens of the European Union and the United Kingdom are increasingly struggling to make ends meet due to record levels of inflation, and as the winter draws closer, a serious cost of living crisis is set to spiral out of control. Skyrocketing energy costs combined with galloping prices for food and other essential goods and services are bound to erase whatever was left of the middle class. Households that were once comfortable and even had some savings aside have had or have been placed under severe financial duress already during the summer and unfortunately the worst is yet to come. In what has been dubbed the eat or heat crisis, we can expect to see the situation deteriorate even further in the coming months, a development that could have critical and far-reaching implications beyond economics. He goes on to say, for those with unfailing memories and an attention span befitting an adult, it will not be hard to recall the assurances of politicians and central bank officials at the end of last year that inflation was transitory and that anyone who said otherwise was a politically motivated alarmist. As is abundantly evident today and has been for months, all these statements were entirely wrong, a mistake, quote, made either through sheer ignorance and professional incompetence or through malicious intent and professional uh, mendacity. Either way, the result was the same. The public was misled, misled, and they believed all the self-congratulatory messages about how the actions of central planners of all kinds defeated COVID, avoided a recession, and were getting us all back on track to economic growth and prosperity. Quote, so they trusted their rulers and very few anticipated what was just around the corner. Even fewer successfully prepared for it. In fact, even today, most citizens still fail to realize that it was these actions that brought them to the unattainable financial position they find themselves in now. And thus, once consumer prices started picking up in earnest and consistently, most households were at a loss as how to respond and who to blame. Most governments uh, reacted the same way. They directed public anger elsewhere, pointing the finger at Russia and blaming Vladimir Putin for the out-of-control increases in food prices and the soaring electricity costs. And as for the, quote, practical solutions to the problem, with the benchmark European gas price having exploded over 550%, over the past 12 months, central planners came up with a series of absurd policies ranging from the inane to the comical. From imposing temperature limits on public buildings and swimming pools to encouraging male workers to come to work without a tie in the summer months. The most counterproductive of all approaches, of course, was the one most European states adopted giving cash to citizens to pay their bills. In other words, politicians have been trying to keep their favorability ratings up by making a problem worse, which is hardly surprising. Still, the problem stubbornly remained and eventually got worse. In August, European or Eurozone inflation hit another record high at 9.1%, with no sign of abating and projections growing more and more confident that it will surpass 10% in the coming months. In the UK, the situation is even more dire, with Goldman Sachs warning that it could exceed 22% in January. And the most worrying part of all of this is that this record price jumps are only the tip of the iceberg. They are 
calculating using extremely biased and inaccurate formulae heavily skewed to underestimate real inflation, the financial pain people actually feel in their daily lives. The reality on the ground is much worse. In Germany, where inflation climbed to a 40-year high of 8.8% in August, nearly 3 million children now live in poverty, a number that soared since last spring, according to Children's Charity Arch. It's As its founder, Burr, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that name, Bird Signiklov, um, pointed out in Europe's economic powerhouse, more and more people are coming to us asking for support. It seems that nobody will do anything until a child dies of hunger in Germany. In Italy, more and more bars and restaurants are putting their gas electricity bills on public dis- on public display to show customers the stress they have been under and the choices they're facing between hiking their own prices or going out of business in greece where inflation now stands at 29 year high rent has climbed to levels that already threaten many families with homelessness Having seen a surge in longer-term tourists with a lot of COVID money to spend on longer vacations, apartments in Athens um, have become unaffordable for locals. The government handouts to low-income Greeks have only made the situation worse, triggering I'm sorry, triggering bidding wars that fuel the rent rises. As for what comes next, we can only imagine how dire these pressures can become once winter sets in. The energy crisis is set to escalate massively, not only because of the expected increase in demand, but also because of further supply disruptions. While it didn't create the problem, the Ukraine-Russian conflict certainly exaggerated it, and now Europe finds itself in a very un enviable position. Serious concerns are on the rise that Russians, uh, Russia's Gazprom, which routinely shuts down the Nord Stream 1 pipeline for maintenance reasons, might simply not open it up again one day. Whether this is a credible threat or not is a really beside the point, as the fear alone has proven to be more than enough to wreak havoc with the markets and send volatility to record highs. Also, efforts to restart long-demonized power, uh, long-demonized nuclear power plants have been largely insufficient after years of cutting funds and attempting a premature transition to, quote, green energy, which couldn't begin to cover the needs of the population. Politicians are slowly recognizing that power plants don't have on-off switches. One can simply flick when they realize they made a mistake. Businesses already have been warned that that they might have to halt operations in the winter because of expected shortages and households are already making daily sacrifices in food and other necessities to be able to afford heating over the coming months. These pressures appear primed to translate to political and social tensions. As we can see already from the UK leadership race, the main topic of public interest is the cost of living crisis. What happens next is anyone's guess, but we could experience some of the most significant change in Europe since World War II. Will Europeans cry out for someone to save them? Will this set the stage for the rise of Antichrist? So stay tuned. So this is originally published in Activist Post, and of course it's reposted with permission. You guys can check it out at prophecynewswatch.com, prophecynewswatch.com, and the article was written by Claudio Grass. And so, guys, with that, I'm going to get out of here. Um, I talked about quite a bit tonight. Give you guys a little heads up what's going on. This kind of, you know, oh, you know, I completely forgot to talk about. The Synthetic Salvation on Genomics Mind Uploads in the Quest for Immortality. If you guys are uh, still with me or if you're like me, I ain't playing stuff in the background, especially my podcast. I play when I'm driving, like, whatever. Let's check out this article. So, elitists want to live forever, but common folk will die and end up as rich compost. Transhumanism and technocracy are evil twins that are currently in control of the global narrative uh, policies and outcomes. They must be rejected before they do permanent damage to humans and the planets that we live in. Of course, that's the TN editor, which is usually, what's his name? What's his name? Wood. (laughs) Oh, goodness. It's been a day. It has been a day. Patrick Wood. Anyway, this article is posted by Joe Allen via Singularity Weekly. That's actually a good uh, thing to go to, Singularly, Singularity Weekly. It's pretty interesting stuff on there. And it was posted today, September the 28th. So fear of death is intrinsic to human life. As our years accumulate, we watch friends and family drop off one by one, disappearing from our presence and lingering only in memories. Barring some miracle, divine or otherwise, we're all soon to follow down to the sweetest baby 
ever born. Unfazed by this horror, the faithful are emboldened by belief in resurrection or reincarnation, a direct participation in the eternal. For religious people, the body is just a vehicle for a transcendent soul. The mystery of death is a rite of passage. For the materialist, there is only this world or there is only this world beyond which the dying meet total annihilation. The brain dissolves into black nothingness. Consciousness stops with the big zero at the end of our lives. And for all sentient beings and all memory of our existence, there awaits the big zero at the end of the universe. The cosmos is nothing but atoms in the void. To make matters worse, the atoms are slowly freezing to death. Wallowing in this trance of sorrow, our elitists and most anybody else would pay anything to live forever or just a little longer. Held in thrall by old age, disease, and death, they put faith in biomedical protection, racketeers who swear they can keep the reaper at bay. Today, it's the vax addicts and mask holes. <laughs> Tomorrow, it'll be needle pocket mutants with blinking devices stuck all over them who pray to AI for a place in the cloud. Transhumanism offers synthetic salvation through three basic methods, bio-longevity, bionic continuity, and digital immortality. Genomics will stop aging on the cellular level. Bionics will keep the body running with replacement parts. Once artificial intelligence is sufficiently advanced, mind uploads will allow eternal communion with the digital deities whom techies are busy creating. I think that there's a good probability the human-reptile hybrid Jared Kushner recently said, that's my generation is hopefully with the advances in science, either the first generation to live forever or the last generation that's going to die, unquote. A more likely scenario, this is the first generation to merge with machines and the last generation to regret it. Kusher is not alone. Many of our credulous elites from Wall Street to the World Economic Forum have been ensnared by a techno-religion. Its unfrocked priests are the scientists and futurists who push radical gene therapies, brain-computer interfaces, and various life-logging gadgets. As the technical, I'm sorry, as the actual technology becomes more and more sophisticated, you can be sure every atheist in his lapsed uncle will fall prey to this cosmic scam. And for those who can't afford it, well, you know, there's only so much room on the lifeboat. Bio-longevity. In order to cheat death, at least for a while, the first method is to preserve the body at the cellular level. One proposed line of attack is to correct, correct defective genes and diffuse the cell's innate self-destructive programs. With the discovery of the CRISPR case 9 complex in 2012, genetics now have the power to more easily knock out faulty genes and even insert new superior genetic codes. Joe Biden's recent executive order, the National Biotechnology and Biomanufacturing Initiative, has slated $2 billion with the B as in boy folks for these, quote, high-risk, high-reward, unquote, projects to write circuitry for sales and predictability program biology in the same way in which we write software in program computers, unquote. I did read that from the White House not too long ago. Anyway, uh, there are also less invasive procedures to be used in conjunction with gene editing, such as munching vitamins morning, noon, and night, or gaining self-knowledge through Internet of Bodies, which is the IOBs, surveillance devices, wearable trackers, which feed every biometric data point into an artificial intelligence system, putting flesh on the bones of your digital twin. In theory, the resulting simulation could be used as a reference for targeted gene editing. Folks, I'm going to cut in here really quick. Let you guys, I used to wear an Apple Watch and I had like the little smart tracker and I had all that crap because I'm a huge, you know, workout. I love to, you know, lift weights and do all that kind of stuff. And I had all these things and I read some stuff on these ILBs or Internet of Bodies and I thought, hoo, 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 wait a second. So I check off that, uh, that, uh, that Apple Watch and all that stuff and I just don't wear that stuff anymore. And I'm very seldom carrying my cell phone like in my pocket. I try to keep it away from me. But anyway, back to the article. <laughs> so he goes on to say, by preventing 90% of medical problems, Ray Kurzweil wrote in The Singularity is Near, life expectancy grows to over 500 years, and 99% we'd be over 1,000 years. We can expect that the full realization of the biotechnology and nanotechnology revolutions will enable us to eliminate virtually all medical causes of death. 
Inspired by the sort of set statistical fantasy, big tech oligarchs are pouring billions into various life extension laboratories. The SINS Research Foundation, co-founded by the transhumanist Aubrey de Grey in 2009, this organization seeks to halt and reverse aging. No matter what caused a given unit of damage in the first place, they assure us the same regenerative therapeutics can be used to repair it. The Altos Labs, founded by Jeff Bezos and the corporate transhumanist Yuri Milner in 2021, this is a, quote, new biotechnology company focused on cellular rejuvenation programming to restore cell health and resilience with the goal of reversing disease to transform medicine. Calico Labs, which is acquired by acquired by Google in 2015 at the behest of Larry Page and Sergey Brin, uh, this company is focused on the convergence of biology and technology, coupled with a long-term perspective in funding, with high hopes of curing death. It says in the Methuselah Foundation, oh, she like that Methuselah, uh, bankrolled by Peter Thiel, along with many other immortality startups. This foundation is on a mission to make ninety the new fifty by oh, what what was that? By 2030, since anything, 2030, 2030, Uh, and the list goes on and on. By all appearances, billionaires fear death as if hell awaits, and they'll pay any amount to avoid it. If you're lucky, you too might add a few years to your life through trickle-down immortality. Uh, says, should these gene therapies and 3D printing organs fail to keep your carcass shambling along, there are always cryonic doctors who will freeze you right before you die, then thaw you out once these transhumanists finally get their beep together. Uh, Alcor Life Extension Foundation, for example, charges $8,000 to freeze your head and $200,000 for the full body treatment. It's a small price to pay for a shot at immortality. So bionic continuity. The second method is to replace failing tissues and organs with mechanical parts. We do this already with pacemakers, pathetic limbs, cochlear implants, dental implants, deep brain stimulation devices, a flag-raising penile implants. In a real sense, the entire plastic surgery industry from hair transplants to rubber Duck lips to silicone boobs is a means to stave off our inevitable disillusion, if only on a superficial level. Goes on to say, the cyborg dream was fleshed out in the 20th century by the Marxist thinker J.D. Bernal. Already, we know the essential electrical nature of nerve impulses, he wrote in 1929. It is a matter of a delicate surgery to attach nerves permanently to apparatus, which will either send messages to the nerves or receive them. And the brain, thus connected up to, uh, continues in existence, purely mental and with very different delights from those of the body, but now perhaps preferable to complete or to complete extinction says bernal compared this bionic transformation to the metamorphosis of a butterfly albeit one with hideous wings apart from such mental development as his increased faculties will demand from him he speculated he will be physically plastic in a way quite transcending the capacities of untransformed humanity folks this is insane insane so it says following um in eight AI-created digital template. Doctors will replace our dying neurons with artificial neurons. Bit by bit, our meat brains will be transformed into a latticework of lightning-fast transistors. It's an upgraded mind-brain that could last forever, so be sure to get a warranty. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, folks. Whew, dare I say, this is cr- it's crazy, but this is what these people think. And, of course, digital immortality. The third method to attain quasi-eternal life is basically the digital side of bionic continuity. Rather than, or in addition to, replacing neurons with artificial neurons, the mind will be gradually uploaded to a computer where the patterns of one's personality can be entombed in perpetuity. Uh, transhumanists delight in pointing out we're already doing this everyone from toddlers to creaky old codgers is feeding their inner self into google facebook amazon microsoft apple third data vultures and any intelligence agencies with backdoor access to these companies 
Perhaps one day they'll sell our digital twins back to us so we can inhabit our virtual race. Currently, when our humans, uh, human hardware crashes, Ray Kurzweil wrote, the software of our lives, our personal mind file dies with it. However, this will continue to be the case when we, he goes, however, this will not continue to be the case when we have the means to store and restore the thousands of trillions of bytes of information represented in the pattern that we call our brains. Kurzweil believes injected, listen to this folks very carefully, Kurzweil believes injectable nanobots are the key to this uploading process. These microscopic robots will travel through the brain, mapping every neuron in synapse, creating a perfect facsimile of the, quote, soul, unquote, in a computer. But there's more than one way to skin a cat. As with most transhumanists, Kurzweil was deeply influenced by the Carnegie Mellon Robotics Hans Morav, Moravec, whatever, who in 1988 described a gruesome uploading procedure now known as the Moravic Transfer. Or Moravic transfer. Uh, basically, the patient commits suicide by having his or her brain scraped off like whittling an onion with each skin copied in silicone. You are fully conscious. The robot surgeon opens your brain case and places a hand on the brain surface. This unusual hand bristles with microscopic machinery and a cable connects it to the mobile computer at your side. The surgeon's hand sinks a fraction of a millimeter deeper into your brain, instantly compensating its measurements in signal, signals for the changed position. The process repeated for the next layer, and soon a second simulation resides in the computer, communicating with the first and with the remaining original brain tissue. Layer after layer, the brain is simulated, then excavated. Eventually, your skull is empty and your mind has been removed from the brain and transferred to a machine. Some would call this bio-horror, but transhumanists revere the Moravic or Moravic transfer as a pioneering vision of synthetic salvation. Folks, mm. So, one of Kurzweil's distinguished disciples, the transgender tech innovator uh, Martin Rothblatt, whatever, proposes a kinder, gentler man-machine merger by way of mind cloning. He says, uh, this blessing of emotional and intellectual continuity or immortality, she, he, whatever he says, wrote in Virtually Human is being made possible through the development of digital clones or mind clones, software versions of our minds, software-based alter egos, doppelgangers, mental twins. Folks, this is insane. I mean, you can read the rest of this article. And even in a TED talk, this Rothblatt said, if anything, Rothblatt conceded in a TED interview that I'm perhaps a bit of a communicator of activities that are being undertaken by the great companies in China, Japan, India, the U.S., and Europe. You have to wonder, folks. you got to wonder. Oh, man, you can read the rest of this article at technocracy.com news and um but this is what these people like you all Nora Harari think Jared Kushner these are what these people think these elitists these people that literally are living in a reprobate mind this is what they think they think this this is gonna work folks the beast system welcome to the end times welcome to the end times folks if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior uh, I would not wait. I would not wait any longer. The Bible says anybody calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. What are you waiting for? Look at this world that we're living in. The things that I just read to you. These are things that these people that basically run these governments that are doing all this. This is what these people believe. These are what these these are what these people believe telling you it's crazy they have a plan this whole thing is a plan satan has come to kill steal and to destroy they're destroying our food supplies they are destroying our planet they are killing people in the streets there are murders 
crime, violent crime is skyrocketing throughout the entire globe. Folks, it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. Only going to get worse. So, with this, guys, I implore you, please do not wait another moment. Please do not wait another moment. So, I just got breaking news from Fox News. Hurricane Ian weakens to Category 1. Category 1 as it uh, continues over Florida. So, praise God. Praise God for that. That, that's, that is such a blessing. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace. So, guys, if you haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, I don't know what you're waiting for. Things are going to get worse. Things are going to get bad. And, uh, you know, what if you stepped out in front of a bus tomorrow? What if you got struck by lightning? What if you fell and hit your head and you died right now? What would you do? Where would you go? Where are you going to spend eternity? Because it's going to be one way or another. You're either going to heaven or you're going to go to hell. There's no in between. There's no purgatory. Nobody can pay you out of hell. Nobody can pray you out of hell. You're not going to purgatory to sit there and wait until somebody pays some priest whatever money and lots of many candles and says so many Hail Marys, whatever. It doesn't work that way, folks. That's false. That is heresy. That is a false doctrine. That is demonic. The Bible says if anybody comes and preaches to you another doctrine, they're an anathema, which means they're cursed. Folks, I'm just going to tell you, get the word of God, the word of God, get into you. Go to getalifemedia.com, getalifemedia.com, and go listen to Pastor Billy Crone. You want to know about the Catholic, quote, church? Do you want to know about that? Go to getalifemedia.com. He's got doc. He's got documentaries on all of these things, teachings on all of these things. If you don't have the app, download the app, getalifemedia.com. Download the app, listen to them, watch them, whatever. You know, if if you don't know about things, find people who do. Reputable, doctrinally sound people. Don't go after the Joel Osteen of the world. I was listening to Brother Spencer Smith um, today, as a matter of fact, talk about Chris Tomlin. I had no idea that Chris Tomlin was involved with Joyce Meyer and all this stuff. And people were like, Joyce Meyer's way to navigate. No, she's not. She adheres to the little God syndrome. I mean, the little God syndrome, to the little God doctrine. Folks, I have it in my, I have it in my little spreadsheet store. Doctrine matters. Brother Spencer Smith says all the time, doctrine matters. And it does. It matters tremendously. Joel Osteen is not saved. People are going to send me emails. I just, no, you don't know that. I do know that. I do know that. Do you know what his wife believes? I'll tell you what his wife believes. She doesn't think that Jesus Christ was God until he was baptized. Folks, that's heresy. That's heretical. That is blasphemous. But that's what Joel Osteen's wife believes. So you go on thinking what y'all want to think. But don't let it drag your children or your friends or whatever to hell with them. Don't. Don't. Just don't do that. These people are wicked and they're sheep's clothing, sheep's clothing. God just wants you to be rich. No, no. God does not want you to be rich. God doesn't want you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Folks. Folks. You need to get the word. You need to get the word. Let the word of God get into you. So, yes, the little God. That's what they think. They think that we are little gods. Well, if God had children, well, they be well, cattle are cattle kind or this. And what do you think we are? Folks, that is blasphemous. It's heretical. Creflo Dollar believes the same thing. Folks, guess who else believes it? Oh, Kenneth Copeland, that demonic man, believes the same thing. If you do not know what these people believe or what they teach or what they preach... Get the hell out of their churches. Get out. Stop giving them money. Get the hell away from them. Get out. Run for your very lives, the Bible says. Run. I'm telling you, run from these people. Run to sound doctrine. That's what you need to do. All right. It's like we always say in Texas. We have to say bye three times before we really say bye. <laughs> this is one more time, guys. All right, I'm going to get off here. Oh, Lord. Uh, we do thank you, Father God, for your mercy, Lord Jesus. I thank you for your mercy, Lord, that you have downgraded uh, this hurricane, Ian, Lord God, and that you have you've had mercy on Florida, uh, Father God, of our state of Florida. And Father, I pray for the ones that are in Cuba, the ones that were hit, um, that, are have, that aren't with power. Father God, please um, watch over them, provide for them, Father God. 
Lord Jesus. I thank you for each and everyone that's listening to this program. God, I ask that you would give them boldness, Lord, to go out and preach, to teach, and to tell people the good news, the good news of the salvation that is in Jesus Christ. Father, Jesus is our righteousness, and we need to put on the armor of God every single day. Ephesians 6, 10. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises, for they are yes and amen. And we thank you that you have given us prophecy, Lord, in your word, so that we would be prepared and not scared. Father God, thank you for all that you have done for us. Lord, I just pray that you continue to bless us and watch over us. And Lord, I pray that you would go before us and go behind us. Lord, we ask you for your wisdom during these days. We ask you for your wisdom. And your word says that you will give us and you would no wise cast us out when we ask. So, Father, I just thank you uh, for giving us your wisdom and your word. And I ask you all these things in your precious name, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right, guys, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Amen.